millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So this is meant to be an audience question special, but we've been emailed two questions. (laughs) So we're going to have to sort of start from that and see where it goes from there. Okie dokie. Welcome to the Tony Law Tapes, the groundbreaking podcast where I, John Luke Roberts, interview time traveller Tony Law about his time travelling. This episode is the Edinburgh special, recorded in a bus at half past midnight in Edinburgh. Unfortunately, because of time constraints, we've had to record all the links before we recorded the episode, and so they'll be more generic than normal. How are you? You look exhausted. Do I? Yeah, where have you been? Have you just come back from somewhere exhausting? Well, no, not just now. Well, yes. Um, I was on a mountain in uh-huh. the Hindu Kush. Yeah, just got back from that. Uh, teething issues with, uh, you know, back there opening up the Silk Road. Okay. So this is wh- 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 which, which... Yeah, went off track a bit there. Uh, which era were you talking about specifically? Which era? Yeah, Not yeah. sure. It was so naturey. Okay. That uh, couldn't really get a handle on it. I mean, that happens when you uh, travel through time a lot, mm-hmm. is you can end up in, in a wood. <laughs> Interestingly, uh, uh, I was in Canada recently in, a, in one of the parks. They had a, uh, a, a redwood. Well, no, no, it was, not, it was an oak. So it's a type of tree that was very, very old. And the sign at the bottom said, this tree is 950 years old. If this tree could talk, all oh, the things it's seen. But it's seen nothing, has it? No, it's in woods. It's just in a Canadian yeah. wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you. So you've just been to the forest. You know, the, the side Hindu of a mountain. Hindu right, bush, yeah, side of a mountain. I was above the tree line, actually. And, um... Uh, Can I say, before Yeti. we carry on, the glasses, you're wearing glasses, and they're yeah. making you look very intelligent. <laughs> Are they? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's really Tony. tickled me. I've enjoyed Tony, that. Sorry. Yeah, um, uh, so Yeti. The silk quote. I was, uh, yeah. Hang on. What, a Yeti? Yeah, Yeti. <laughs> I was up there, I was starving, and I passed out. And the last thing I remember was uh, waking up, and there was a Yeti stood over me. He was white, white uh, fur, and he passed me um, some, some type of meat. I'm not sure what it was. Panda could have been panda, um, but you know if it meant that I live, that's okay because there was a lot of pandas back then, and, um, and then he just he nursed me back to health and um, and I was on my way back and I and, and here I am. Well, no, let's pause on this for a little while, shall we? 
Why do you feel this Yeti felt the need? To look after me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe he thought I was one of him. Right. Um, well, you're see, quite these Yeti, you're you know, they, they, there's more than one Yeti. There's actually a village of them up there. Uh -huh. And in fact, if you try and visualize it now, everyone, uh, remember the Ewoks where they lived with the, the rope ladders? It was nothing like that. <laughs> no, it was a series of igloos and really excellent. They could slide in between each igloo and, um, and you know they ate mostly seeds and panda. Oh, hang on. I so, knew we shouldn't have gone here. Well, the, so these igloos were ice-based? Ice-based, yeah. We're above the tree line. Uh, yeah. They lived actually inside of a, um, what do you call it? Bunch of ice, frozen. Been there for thousands of years. Yeah, glacier. Right. Just but, uh, came from a glacier, in fact, and that's why it's been uh, wiped from my memory. But there's a uh, lot of pandas Sometimes around. when you stand on a glacier, Hang on. we all know this. Oh, okay. so you stand on a glacier and you, you can't remember what it's called after that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a famous old thing, isn't it? You know, hey, Tony, you sound like you stood on a glacier. <laughs> you know the one. And uh, I had indeed. I was standing on a glacier just the other day. Wiped it completely. But you remember it now. I mean, now I remember being in the glacier. That's different. Doesn't happen then. And uh, a wonderful community of people up there. And uh, other travelers who'd gone off track. You know, Silk Road madness. Ah, you brought the Silk Road up again. But yeah, I mean, really, really that's trying to get, by, isn't it? getting. Yeah. Trying to get closer to that rather well, I mean, than you, it was the ice world. I yeah, feel like I've already closed it off. I know. It was, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we've come as far sure, as we yeah. can. But the Yeti was definitely your gambit. Yeah, I was wearing shorts as well. <laughs> and uh, they don't wear clothes. There's one they don't I've wear watched. clothes, but they don't need them. They're fully lovely and hairy. Yeah. They're wonderful. They wonderful singers. Uh, Yetis, they don't tell you that. And like, because what's funny about that for me is that Sasquatches aren't uh, good singers. Sing singers. Sing uh, singers. How were their pandas singers. readily available in the middle of a glacier? Ah, uh, interestingly, they would go down uh, far enough. Right. Far enough into China and bring them, uh, coax them out. Oh, the Yetis are going. Yeah, well, they would sing pandas. to them. They were so their singing was so beautiful, and of course, pandas famously uh, can't can't resist uh, wonderful singing, and so they would, you know, like a siren, you know, bring them in, and the pandas would just, you know, it's a bit like catnip, but but through the ears. And they would wander up there, the pandas, and you know, that's it. But yeah, so, so that's how they lured the pandas up. And that's, that's one of the reasons why they're, uh, you know, an endangered species today. Is, uh, because there was, there was about, there was 4.5 million, they think, uh, in the 1100s. 4.5 million, they think. And, and they were just wiped out by yetis. I felt the questions were going very well, so I decided to ask a few more. Uh, but the Yetis have fared worse, haven't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Much worse. Yeah. To, to the point of they 
non-existence. Yeah, so it's yeah. uh, ironic in a way. That yeah. the but they're still hunting their cousins, the Sasquatch. Uh, yeah. But that's because they're morons. <laughs> and, but good telly, though, apparently, I'm told. Very good TV shows. <laughs> but that's a good idea if there's anybody listening out there from uh, History Channel. Because they don't do history anymore, do they? But they do things like Sasquatch Hunter, <laughs> Yeti Botherer. <laughs> I taught the young ones to ski. I was an excellent skier. And a yeti on skis doesn't seem right. They're massive feet. They have the, it's sort of a built-in snowshoe, actually. So you sort of use one snowboard for each foot? Um, no, we, we skis, not snowboards. Okay. So you, can go, you can go more places with skis faster. Right. Uh, slalom. <laughs> we have <laughs> we we had our own Yeti Olympics actually, and uh, I won the hundred meter dash. They were very slow. Why were you allowed I, to compete? I actually I was there for a while actually, yeah, and but if uh, I married a Yeti, a Yeti, and a lovely girl, a lovely girl called, <laughs> and we had four children. Hybrids. Hybrids that were part um, Yeti, part whatever, you know. And this is. But uh, when I oh, hang on, hang on, Tony. When I went, I went back uh, because at the time, at the time. No, no, I, no wait, no, stop, no, no. The, the what you the I mix of your you are unsure as to your own species. Part well, Yeti and part whatever well, sometimes you Sometimes when you dodge around through time and space, as I do, you can get uh, time lag. Similar to jet lag, but actually way worse. <laughs> and uh, your it, you, you just your mind gets scrambled and it, it unscrambles itself, and often in a different order. <laughs> so your, your brain's back to front, you know. And um, you know we shaved them, and we, sh you we and shaved your the kids. Yeti wife sat yeah. down and shaved your. We shaved it well. Because we knew that they were going to work for the um, for the Saracens, <laughs> the rugby team. No, 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 not at all. But you shaved your children to trick people we into shaved thinking them, they were actually, human. And um, they they ended up being uh, viziers for the uh, the Persian emperor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Persians, uh, Darius. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. So well, I, yeah, shaved them up, and uh, not sure what happened to them. That was a long time ago, of course. But you don't have any remorse, regret? No, not at all. Uh, I knew they needed to get out of the village. There wasn't a, f there wasn't a future for them The there. Yeti village? Yeah. Describe the Yeti village. What's it look like? Well, it was underground. It Just was in igloos. the glacier. Yeah. And, uh, and there was uh, the bits on top were um, igloos. And they, yeah, they scuttled about. They had, a, they had a type of economy based on ice. <laughs> but surely... All of them were very rich, actually. Yeah, well, that's... Uh... <laughs> Given uh, the, the, the the volume of ice there, surely that yeah. I mean, it's not, not as, it's hard that to get a value. They weren't which a bright, is just so not a not an intelligent creature. Okay. Um, they made me king. I mean, that tells you a lot, right there. Oh, they made you king. They made me the king, and I, I didn't want to be, but uh, I did it. Mm -hmm. You know, but I got bored. Uh, I don't like. What to did be you do? What were your rules? Down. What did you introduce? Uh, no eating each other because they they would do that from time to time, mm -hmm. and no going down to the local human villages. And clubbing them and dragging them up and then eating them. So you did some good. Yeah, I mean, after we'd eaten quite a few. 
because at first I didn't want to be the one to, you know, say, hey, oh, yeah, yeah. no eating. So, Tony, <laughs> you you introduced that rule because you were full. I, w I was full of people. Mm -hmm. And people were smaller then. Um, so you could have two. In one uh, sitting? In a day. Right. Oh, not in one sitting. No, in a day. But I, you know, I was a bit frivolous, I, I guess. I didn't eat all of the person. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I was just like butts, butt cheeks, and that would be all I'd eat of that person. I'd move on. And it's so wasteful looking back. I have nothing but mm. regret. You wish you'd eaten more. Of more the of them, of course. If you're going to kill a person, eat all of them. Um, otherwise, you're just, you're just, just going like, uh, screw you, nature. I don't care. You know what? I'd have a leg, lovely legs in the region. You're speaking with a certain um, like nostalgia, aren't you? You, you? Well, I, you know, some, uh, and I was just there. Oh yes, of course. That's that's why I look tired. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Generic third voiceover. Uh, we have some. We have audience questions. Wonderful! I can't, God, I can't believe it. Tony, Luke, what? This is a question from okay. Scott Duffy. Okay. What was Tony's personal opinion of Richard the Third? Oh. And how did he end up in that car park? Well, that's uh, just so he also says, love what you're doing. So that's oh, a, a great. little boost, isn't it? Well, you know what? Um, uh, Richard III, I didn't know him. So <laughs> okay, I, ne uh, I never met him. Uh, right, so I, d I don't I have no idea what he what he's doing in that car park. Uh, I, I, honestly, I had nothing to do. I was busy at that time. Uh, what was the years, roughly? 1485. Well, I was, of course, very busy at the time in Constantinople. <laughs> uh, where, of course, we were fighting the Turks off everywhere. They were, it surrounded us. You know, it was the last days of the Byzantine Empire. And my God, it was a, it was a, it was a dark period. 
super bloody dark, actually. And, uh, and luckily I was there. I used to bring a little bit of cheer. I used to do uh, little gigs <laughs> for the emperor and just try and jazz things up. But they knew the writing was on the wall. They would all be slaughtered. And we're, sometimes we'd go to the walls and just look out at the mass Turkish armies and just think, we are, we're screwed, eh, guys? And uh, there's a lot of debauchery and uh, a lot of icons. Brought that back, making a lot of icons. And uh, wonderful stuff. And actually, I, I, I remember getting into conversation with some of the Turks over the wall there mm. and saying to them, hey, what do you think you're going to call this city when you take it over? We haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> and uh, I was just, I was mulling on it, and I went, Constantinople, Constantinople, Istanbul. And it just came to me. <laughs> so I said, what about Istanbul? And they went, we love that idea. <laughs> we'll spare you, Tone. And uh, they did, which was great for me because uh, I became a Sultan's right-hand man at that so point. So uh, your I invented those massive, you know, Suleiman the Magnificent, that massive hat. Suleiman, Suleiman the, you know, one of the magnificent ones, you know, one of them. Massive hat, my idea. Just more fabric and lots of silks, of course. Where did we get that? One of the Silk Roads, of course. <laughs> Said, of course, there right. are a lot. So your but, uh, answer to the question is you don't know. I don't. Uh, what Richard was the question? It was about Richard III. Richard III. <laughs> uh, no, I d never okay, met great. him. Never Next met question. Him. Um, yeah. Stalin. This is from Jake uh -oh. Martin Thomas. Uh-oh, that, that bugger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. This isn't about volleyball, is it? <laughs> He's not going to ask me about playing volleyball with Stalin. It's embarrassing. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm, I'm, he I'm, did look good in shorts. I'm not. I'm not definitely and funnily not enough, you know, he had a withered hand, but he didn't have withered legs. Tony... <laughs> Please. You know, young Stalin. I think Simon Seabag Montefiore. This isn't just a series of stimuli for you to go off on whatever you want to talk about. This is a hard-hitting interview, Tony. So what? What is it about Joseph Stalin? What a bugger! He's so ungrateful when we ran that printing press together. Nope. I helped, you know, and I feel responsible. I'm not. No, no. I'm not proud of no. the Bolsheviks that I, you know, the pamphlets, the leaflets. Well, I have a question. Oh, is this about Stalin? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, none of the, it's none of the questions you wanted. Okay. It's from Jake Martin Thomas, long-time listener, first time... Well, I mean... <laughs> he sent it at 12 minutes past three in the morning. Oh. Well, he could be in another country. Is he? Yeah, it's me. Is it? Oh, oh bloody hell. Hello. Hi. You were up late, weren't you? Question. No, he's asked it. Stalin was a socialist tyrant. Well. His policies affect... This is the question. You can't... Oh, I can. Until it's I can question the question. Well, you can question the question, but let the question be the question before you question the question. <laughs> I love when you do that. <laughs> Stalin was a socialist tyrant whose policies affected the Soviet Union for decades. How would the Soviet Union have developed had Stalin been a centre-right tyrant? Don't, I, don't, I don't do histories of what-ifs. No, but when you were... <laughs> You know, uh, cold hard fact with you, is it, Tony? You know, and uh, you know, Joey. Did you discuss politics with Joseph Jugashvili? Yeah. When you did, you like did you 
Did oh, you talk yeah. about politics a lot with Stalin? Oh, yeah. Um, we were we were cross, mm-hmm. you know, with the czar. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were both super narcissistic, but uh, paranoid. My God, I I I feel like I was a little bit responsible for that because I used to play a lot of tricks on Joseph uh, Jugash. Really, I. I used to just make up lies all the time, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I'd steal what sort his of lies? socks. What kind of lies? Uh, just like you know, if he was seeing someone, I would you know make out that I was seeing her as well. How things would you like do that? that. What sort and of things then, would you and say? And then I would no, tell him his, fa- his like father. Um, what would you who, say? Who I would say your dad's here, and he'd be like, oh, oh, conflicted. And I go, no, he's not. He's not here. Stuff like that. Uh, and, I, and he'd be like, where's my socks? My bloody socks. And I'm like, these? So you're stealing my socks. Then I knitted him a pair of socks, threw him, you know. So he's like, well, this guy's willing to knit me socks. He wouldn't hide them. Where did you hide them? Uh, in my bunk, which we lived in. Bunks. Oh, fine. I thought yeah. it was a euphemism. And then uh, we, 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 yo, in those days, they used to send us out to the gulag, but we'd just make our way back. There was no guards or anything. You just went out there, lived in a cabin, so and we just you, wandered back why, home. Why, 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 were you, why were you hiding your socks? Was it just to well, undermine him? Just uh, to he and I robbed a bank, famously. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We famously robbed a bank, and um, was we were thugs, ba- ma- basically. Mm. We were crooks. And uh, we robbed the bank to, to, to buy a new printing press, print more leaflets, and just push the, push the envelope. Mm. And um, Lenin, of course, uh, was fooled by Stalin. Mm. But I wasn't. I knew how paranoid he was. And I used to, you know, it sounds simple now, but if you do it a lot, like I'd be behind him and i go, what was that? And, then, and he'd go, ah, God, my nerves. And if you do that a lot, and what I used to do is I'd take a ball, and wherever he was stood, just throw it near him. And you know that shock you get? Jesus Christ. It's like having a child around, but I was an adult. (laughs) And um, kept him on his toes. I don't think, uh, uh, you know, that influenced much. I I realize it it feels like I'm being frivolous with uh, the world's greatest mass murderer. Mm Mm-hmm. And I suppose I am. And that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> it's what we... <laughs> the mass murder. It's what we have to work with. The mass murder. Mm. Well, I blame Simon Seabag Montefiore for humanizing the young Stalin. Oh, right. I thought you were suggesting that by writing a book about Stalin, he, Simon Seabag Montefiore has somehow created Stalin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, jo- Joseph Stalin, yeah. an uh, excellent volleyball player. If he used his right hand... <laughs> no. That was the Tony Law Tapes, presented by me, John Luke Roberts, and starring Tony Law. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review, as that helps others find out about the show. It was recorded by James Hingley and produced by Ed Morrish. Join us next week for part two of our Edinburgh special. The worst thing I've ever fallen off. Uh, well, Tower of Babel fell off that. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.